Hey, so I was looking at condoms the other day. Okay. And not like to buy. I was just like, in, <laughs> just for fun. I was in line at the pharmacy <laughs> to pick up my new prescription. And uh-huh. I was just kind of like, I just ended up in the aisle next to them, like in line. And I was thinking, Trojan is such a shitty name for a condom brand. Yeah, it's a little bit, um, what's the word? Counterintuitive. Right. Ironic. (laughs) Right. Like, because don't you think Trojan horse? Like, you just think like something designed to let a bunch of little guys sneak in. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's a, it's a front, but obviously you don't want the condom to break. Or do you? I don't know. <laughs> That's I just how you that tie them down. I guess. Uh, That's, yeah. That is very, very against what you'd think the brand would be, though. <laughs> yeah. That's a that's a fun way to start out. Yes, I, I agree. It's weird I was thing. excited to tell you that. I thought it was kind of funny because that popped in my head and I was like, this is something Allison will appreciate. I do appreciate it. And it's a perfect segue to talk about Drugs. Drugs. Which I am on now. Shake them. Alec is intently looking at the pill bottle. No, I've already taken one today. I'm not going to have any more. Antidepressants, baby. Woo! But yeah, sorry. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Co-star. We'll, we'll circle back. We'll circle back to the antidepressants. Yes. We'll, we'll see what Co-star has to say about us first. You want to um, start? What is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll start. Um... Today, mine says, be there for yourself even when you fall short. Still having trouble with sex and love. Everything else is fine. Um, And then it says, are you looking for confusion? Today, you feel torn between being social and being solitary. It's good to keep things light if that's what you need. Just make sure you're not doing that thing where you lie to yourself and then start to believe that you are an imposter. You are the architect. What's yours got for you today? (laughs) Try to cultivate authentic interest and care for others today. Don't be self-centered, I guess. But let's see, what do we got? Today through Friday, don't hesitate. Just don't hesitate. That's all it's got. (laughs) Uh, I thought this one was interesting. My icebreaker says, as a kid, you got in trouble for bringing a cool bug to school, which sort of. I remember (laughs) one time in like kindergarten... Uh, like after recess or at recess, I found like a grasshopper and I was like, that's cool. And I caught it and I took it inside. And then I was like, well, I'm in I'm in class now. Like I need to put it somewhere. And so I had one of those like hard shell pencil boxes, you know, mm-hmm. I put him in there and I forgot. <laughs> and later on in the day, I went to open it and it hopped out and started bouncing around in the room and everyone started freaking out. But no one saw that it came out of my pencil box. So I didn't get in trouble, but it, it you was were close sneaking enough. bugs in. Yeah, the pencil the pencil case was basically your Trojan horse for your. Bug. It was full circle. It was, and the grasshopper <laughs> was the sperm, I guess. <laughs> yep, makes sense to me. I had a big thing about grasshoppers when I was a kid too. Mine for the icebreaker says that I got in trouble for like hoarding all the toys on the playground, which I definitely did not do because I didn't play with toys. I like played in the mulch 
like an idiot and with rocks. I had like we had like a whole economy in like third grade on the playground and it was with rocks and it was a thing. I mean, that's kind of how the economy works anyway. Yeah, no, it just it was its own playground thing where like you could like buy different parts of like under the playground with so many rocks, but then you had to like hide them at the end of recess. So you had to bury them and then nowhere to dig them back up so that you still had your like wealth the next day. That's really weird. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> just I wonder I wonder if that culture is still a thing at your elementary school. Oh, I doubt it. <laughs> it also wasn't like everyone. It was like I don't know. There's definitely more than like just me, but it was, I don't know. We, we had our own thing going. The weirdos. I wanted to share one or two other things with about CoStar. Yes. Because it's really been coming at me this week. This was a few days ago. My thing, it said, today you feel as though you are completely alone. It's hard to explore who you are when you're trying to please other people. Why do you treat yourself so badly? Control your attention, but not what you see. Push away nothing, cling to nothing. And I was like, okie dokie, that doesn't hurt. And then I got one again this week saying, are you hiding from the truth? And then again, today, you feel as though you are completely alone. (laughs) Do you want to jump into the updates then? Oh, I have one more. The other thing this week that I that it gave me that I've been like thinking about a lot is it says uh, your moon is in Gemini. This means boring things are difficult for you to handle. Try to understand and accept your nervous energy, even if it is difficult. Finding a change in routine can help you feel better, which, yes, I've been feeling a lot of like nervous, bored energy all week in the past couple of weeks. So, yeah, let's let's get into the updates. So we started with you shaking that pill bottle. So why don't we talk about drugs yeah i mean i've only been on it for a few days now so i'm not sure i feel too different if anything maybe like i don't know if like tense is the right word but like i i i I really don't know i don't feel that different there's just times when i'm like i don't know i guess more anxious that and then this has been happening well before i started this but i kind of think that the pills are making them maybe a little worse, but I've been getting these like kind of bad. I think they're cluster headaches because it's like Mm. specifically on the right side of my head, like right around my, my temple, like kind of like inside behind, like between like my eye and my temple, like that area, if that makes sense. I know that's hard to visualize, but just these like really sharp headaches there that I think is maybe being amplified by the pills but it's been going on well before i started that so who knows but yeah i'm just uh hoping that that's gonna kind of take the edge off some stuff keep me a little more motivated and willing to actually get shit done which maybe it already is i felt like i was kind of productive today i got some stuff done for work i washed my car just trying to be productive so that's a nice change yeah how did like getting the prescription go? Like, how did that process work earlier this week? Uh, so initially I had seen my therapist. She was like, hey, you should talk to your doctor about this. Just get like a antidepressant SSRI. Um, and so I scheduled an appointment with my doctor. Uh, I went and saw him 
on Tuesday and was like, hey, my therapist said I should try antidepressants. What do you recommend? Uh, so he wrote me a prescription for the generic version of Lexapro, just like the little 10 milligram tablets. So it's pretty mild, but uh, yeah, 30 day prescription. I'm on like day four or five of that now. It's been going. Mm-hmm. We are both Lexapros. Yes, that's the goal. Uh, I think it can be hard with like, I just feel like finding the right balance of meds, like specifically like the SSRIs and things like that can be hard because all of them like work a little different in your body and everybody's body responds a little bit differently. So it's kind of hard to predict. But I think like that 30 day period, like you'll kind of know at the end of like, yeah, I want to like keep going with this or like uh, this doesn't really feel like it's helping or it's like making these other things a little bit more intense. (laughs) But it can be like just a frustrating waiting game to like figure things out because you have to like wait to see how your body like responds to things. And that is like kind of frustrating when you like would like to feel better sooner. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a waiting game, I guess now. So it's fine. Mm-hmm. But, but I am, I'm happy for you getting the drugs. Thanks We're, man. Manifest it may. You're yeah, doing it too. That's exactly We're making it. things happen. Yeah. And then, uh, just even, you know, just still coming up on my actual moving date for my new place, which will be good. That's only mm-hmm. like a couple weeks away. That's is it next week? Uh, no, it's two weeks. OK, because uh, what's today? Like the 30th? Yeah, today's March. But Jesus, today is May 30th. Uh, and then my move in date is June 9th, which is a Thursday. Mm-hmm. So okay. I'll probably end up moving in that weekend. Cool. Yeah. But anyway, that's uh, kind of where I'm at. What's going on with you? <laughs> I had some eventful things happen this week. So the last time we recorded was uh, Emily and Connor's episode, which was very cute. And they had like a very cute anniversary weekend this weekend. Like they showed me pictures of the Airbnb they stayed at and they like went to this really fancy seafood restaurant on the bay. And it was very cute and wholesome. But as we will recall from that, episode about a week ago, I was stressing because I was going to see Texas slash rat girl later. Although the rat thing's like not like we don't talk about it anymore. I think he's gone. Um, So we'll just she can just be Texas girl. No rats. (laughs) Fine. Uh, I know I, I, I wanted to see the rat. But anyway, so I went over to Texas girls place and I was very stressed about it. Um, I brought coloring books because I don't remember if I said this, but uh, like uh, the way that our first date quote unquote ended was like we had been at the bar and the bars were starting to close and we have been like talking about coloring books or something and like just being silly and we're like, oh, let's go like try to find some at like convenience stores. But like all the 24 hour ones were like still closed for whatever reason. So I suggested that we just watch Encanto instead. And that's how I got the invite back. But all we did was 
cuddle and then fall asleep, which was still very good. And as we know, the second time I also chickened out kissing her. And then after my failed booty call, I was just straight up like, I don't like that. I still haven't kissed you, basically. And she was like, same. And I was like, cool. And we made plans. I did go over (laughs) and I brought coloring books because we still hadn't colored after the first date. So we sat on her bed and colored. I colored a Peppa Pig. And then we watched a couple episodes of the show that I was like, oh, you need to see this. And then thank fucking God she made the first move and was like, okay, can I kiss you now? And I was like, oh, yes, thank you. <laughs> like, <laughs> just cannot initiate. And it was really good. And it was more than kissing. I lost my gay virginity, which is exciting. That's that's all I've like want to say about it. But I did want to say that. Yeah, I don't know. There was it was good because I had a lot of different revelations, I guess, kind of like one was, oh, yeah, I forgot that sex could be fun and enjoyable because for so long it hasn't been for me. And my only goal was trying to make it so that I could basically get through it without having a panic attack or crying which meds helped with that, but also then affected me like wanting to do anything ever. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I kind of forgot what that was like. And it was really nice to experience that again. And I also was nervous because I was like, what if I am not gay and I've just been lying to myself somehow at this point? And then after that, I was like, no. No, <laughs> it wasn't, I wasn't lying. Is that just like imposter syndrome then for not having any experience like that before? Exactly. Yeah, I just have a lot of queer imposter syndrome in general, but like especially because of that. And so that was a good reassurance of like, oh, no, like this is this is OK for me. Like This is the right path for me, basically. It didn't feel scary once things actually started happening, which I was really worried that I would freak out in the moment or not know what I was doing. But no, it was was fine. It was good. I haven't gotten to see her since then um, because she's had some family in town and was busy this week. And I'm going to Chicago next weekend, so I'm hoping I can see her during the week sometime this week. But she's a lot busier than I am and actually has a life, whereas I don't. But yeah, hopefully I'll see her again soon. I definitely am like getting too attached, (laughs) which is not great, but that's okay because she leaves within the next month or two. But I don't know exactly when. That's okay. I feel like also this week having some space from that I've I, I've started to feel a little bit better about it but right afterwards I was sad and I wrote a really sad song about it but that's okay I think I think I think everything's fine I think it's fine I really like spending time with her I like her a lot so I'll just see hopefully we can spend more time together when she's here but I'm also trying to like 
still pursue other fronts because I think that what happened was I got excited about her and I stopped looking at the apps and I like put a lot of focus into that. Mm -hmm. And so I just need more things to distract me, which is healthy. I don't know. My therapist said to hoe it up. (laughs) So that's what I'm trying to do. Well, so yeah, are you looking at like just Tinder again, or are you actually looking on like Bumble and Hinge, like the more relationship based ones too? Yeah. So I've been tweaking and swiping, tweaking as in like tweaking my profiles and like looking through people and swiping and stuff like the second half of this week. Um, I've been on Tinder mostly because that's what I've like had actual interactions from surprisingly. And I've been on her and I've been on Bumble. I haven't been doing as much on Hinge because I don't know. There's just I also like find that I don't swipe as much on Hinge, but that's probably because there's a lot of information. So it's like easy for me to find one thing to be like, no, as opposed to just be like, I'm just looking for something casual. So like Mm kind of more of the like not super surface level, but like somewhat surface level profiles. Yeah, but I've been doing a lot of swiping and I've had a couple matches that I've like gotten excited about, but then I message and I don't get messages back, which is sad. So that was bumming me out yesterday, but we're still on the game. And then I think uh, things with Build-A-Bear Girl are finally at an end, which is also bumming me out, even though it shouldn't. Yeah, do you want to kind of talk about that? Like from, was that just yesterday, two days ago? Yeah, it was Saturday night. So basically what's been happening since our first date is we'll like make plans to hang out or do something. And we've like kind of been doing, I don't know, we've been like really like direct about sex and stuff over text. But then like every time that we like actually plan to like hang out, Uh, she always bails, which again, that was like two times. And then like the one time that she actually asked me to hang out was the night that I had my glow party. And I was like, nah, fam. But anyways, this, this week I was like, Hey, I'm going out with my friends on Saturday night in Gaslamp. You should come with us if you're free. And then Emily and Connor were at this Airbnb this weekend. So I was like apartment to myself after yay. And she said that she was tentatively free, that she just had something else earlier in the day, but it probably wouldn't overlap and it'd be fine. And I was excited about that. And then on Saturday, after I was at work, I texted in the afternoon saying, like, are are we still going out? Like, are you still coming out with me tonight? And she just said, I can't, sorry. And I was like, okie dokie. But then, like a couple hours later, maybe like an hour before I was supposed to be down in Gaslamp, so I was getting ready, she texted like, what are you doing tonight? And I was like, what do you mean, what am I doing? Like, I invited you out. (laughs) And I remember you sending me the screenshot of that, and I was like, what the fuck, dude? (laughs) And like, asked if I wanted to like, come over, and I was like, I mean, I do, but like, when? like after like do you not just want to like come out and like i don't know and then that conversation like very quickly escalated to her kind of being like oh like 
I don't know if like we're, we'll be like compatible and yada yada. And I was like, how would we know unless we tried, though? And then she stopped responding. And then I went out and I was like, fuck that shit. And I got quite turnt. Yeah, you and did. And <laughs> I slightly blacked out not like a full blackout but there were moments then i didn't talk to her at all sunday she didn't message me or anything or stop me and then last night at 2 45 a.m because i was still up because my sleep schedule is really fucked up she sent me a video on snap and it was like just of like her and her friends and like a caption that was like not relevant to anything and i was like what? <laughs> but I think like I was thinking about it a lot last night because I was just feeling shitty last night and very like unwanted, I guess, is the word that really describes that feeling because like there hasn't been a lot going on on the dating apps. And I feel like I've been trying hard. This thing with Bilderberg Girl is fizzling out, which is disappointing because when we did go out, I really liked her and I was like upfront in the past couple of weeks saying, I, I really liked spending time with you and I would like to see you again. And she was like, yeah, but I can't really be stuck in this cycle of not knowing if she actually likes me or not, because it's just stressing me out and making me feel bad. I think that's probably the right call then to just be done with it. I know. I, yeah, I, I think that I am. I'm pretty sure. I'm like 95% sure. Can I read some of the texts that you sent me that night? You mean when I was turnt? Yeah. And we, if you don't want this in there, we'll cut it. But <laughs> I just really like this one because you asked how I was doing. I told you I was hanging out with my cousin who was in town. And I asked you, because you, you were very clearly drinking. And I was like, <laughs> and you, you were letting me know that you were upset about Build-A-Bear. And I said, uh -huh. oh, so I take it you're done with her? You said, I think so, with a sad face. I said, I'm sorry, dude. I hope you're feeling okay. Drink plenty of water, too. You said, yeah, I will, homie. Love you, with just the letter <laughs> U, not the word you. <laughs> so I said, haha, love you, too. I'm glad you're having fun. You said, thanks. We're getting ice cream. Then going home, where I'll be sad again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much how that night went. <laughs> It was it was fun, though. I was just out with Emily and Connor. We did a bar crawl thing and gas lamp. But my friends got me these drugs for my birthday, these edibles that they're just little tablets that you swallow. And one is 27 milligrams of Why THC. I don't know, man. Just 27. Not just like around 25? Not 27 specifically. Okay, I don't sure. Know. Continue. <laughs> So I took one of those before I left and then at the lot. first, no, at the first, well, I took one of the Indica ones last week and I didn't feel anything, but I took one of the Sativa ones on Saturday night and then we got to the first bar and I pounded a rum and Coke and then waited another 20 minutes just to like try to get one more drink because the bar was really busy. And then I got my vodka Red Bull, but then... We had to leave to go to the next bar in 10 minutes. So I was like, shit, but I was not going to waste it because I paid for it. So then I pounded that and then I took more drugs. 
because I'm stupid. And then I continued drinking for the rest of the night. So, yeah, yeah. The blackout makes sense now. Yeah. Yeah. It was like 37 milligrams of weed plus like seven drinks. So, <laughs> but it was good. And I, I, I found a good balance because for me, getting crossfaded solves the problems that I get when I drink because I, don't get super sad because I'm also high. So I just get turned. It's a good mix. That's what I've learned. Yes. I don't get super sad, at least. I only get mildly sad. Okay. There might be healthier ways. I don't know, man. (laughs) No, you're right. Um, Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. So in terms of like the love life front, I don't know. I'm I'm feeling more hopeful today than I was most of this weekend because mm-hmm. like things will happen and it just takes time. And I met both of these people that I liked and actually got to go out with on apps. And just because I'm not actively setting something up with someone else doesn't mean that it's not going to happen and there's not other cool people to meet so yeah also i'm getting like real fit yeah dude you, i keep hearing about uh nine round yeah i've been going like at least four times a week and i've been going climbing sometimes with my friends that's insane yeah Just, like the frequency that you're going yeah and sometimes i come back and i'm like i want to go again <laughs> <laughs> I I think the hitting and kicking things is really satisfying, but also I'm just learning that, I don't know, just going out and actually doing things with my body and not just like sitting at home feels good. Yeah, I think that's kind of the direction I'm starting to get into. Because I, I, like I said earlier, like it just felt good to kind of be like outside, like washing my car. Like it's not really like a physical activity but like you know it's more than just sitting inside so i feel Mm -hmm. you yeah yeah how's your mental health been (laughs) it's just kind of the same honestly like i said i'm still waiting for the drugs to really kind of kick in and give me that little push i need to make things happen I'm just kind of holding out for things to change with my living situation and work. Like I still have not heard back from this job that it's Mm. been like a few weeks now. And from what I've heard, they were still in their first round of interviews. And I know that they've kind of had some like tech troubles through uh, like in their internal end. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping that's all it is. I'm really, really hopeful to hear back this week, but I've said that the last two weeks. So Man, whatever happens, happens. I'm just hoping it's good news. Mm-hmm. Actually, that if you're cool making this a little bit of a shorter one, that does kind of lead into my song. If you want me to dive into that. Yeah, we can always like talk a little bit more about music, music today, yeah. too. So the song I went with is called The Ending by Modern Original and the Mowgli's. Yo, I have that on my fucking playlist that I've been like listening to all weekend. It just came out. Yeah, it's really good. Was it on your release radar too? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, nice. 
It's like almost like we listen to the same exact music. <laughs> That's funny. Well, yeah. So the part that I like, I think it's just the chorus. Um, I'm just waiting for the ending. We're all pretending nothing's happening. I don't like this anxious feeling any more than being bored. Now I'm just waiting for the ending. I'm just waiting for the end, which sounds a lot more down than it really is because the song is pretty fast, pretty upbeat. But to me, it's more of just like waiting for the ability to have things change, not, you know, just the end. But that's at least how I'm taking it. But that's funny. I didn't realize that you already knew it, too. That's awesome. Yeah, I saw that there was a Mowgli song on my release radar and I was like, what? And my song for today actually was also on my release radar because it's new. So that's funny. Nice. What you got? Um, So mine is a Mr. Wives song that just came out. They released two singles, but the way that they released it is kind of like a record where it's like an A side and a B side is the idea of it. So the A side is called Easy and the B side is called Where Do We Go From Here? I think. Is it? Hold on. Is your song Where Do We Go From Here? It's Easy. Oh, because I was going to say, because Where Do We Go From Here is on my release radar. Yeah, that it, they were both on my release radar and I was like, oh, shit, <laughs> they're both really good. Um, Where Do We Go From Here is kind of about not feeling enough with your partner, like that they're not really seeing you and that it's not enough and that it's going to end. So that's a fun one. Mm-hmm. Easy. <laughs> is a really good song. Um, So like I was saying, it's like an A-side and a B-side, like a record, but then also like the album art, which I don't know if you can see it too well. Like a house in space? Yeah, but it's it's all very 80s and the music Mm -hmm. sounds very 80s and very ABBA-esque. And the album art is very, like very similar to ABBA's most recent release, Arrival. And so I've just really been vibing with it because like musically aesthetically i really like the sound of it and it makes me think of abba and the mama mia movies which were a big part of my sexual awakening as it turns <laughs> out um but anyway this song is a really good song i will read some of the lyrics um okay i'm getting too good at goodbyes i'm not afraid when i'm alone I spent a summer with no friends. I'm doing better on my own or better than I would be doing before. I'm not crying my eyes out on the bathroom floor, not pointing the finger, not cursing your name. I'm not hung up on everything I couldn't change. Cut me deep, but I stop the bleeding. It gets easier, but it's not easy. I'm still standing and my heart's still beating. It gets easier, but it's not easy. That's fun. (laughs) That's the word I would use to describe that. It... It made me cry when I listened to it. I listened to it in the car between I was doing something for work and I was like, shit. Cause yeah, like I, I feel like in general, like I don't want to go back, go backwards and like focus on the breakups and all that shit that went down because I really want to be moving forward. But I obviously still I'm like healing from that and still processing that in different ways. And it still comes up even though it's not as much in the forefront of my brain as it used to be. Yeah. I feel. So I just really feel that. Yeah. Like it is, it is getting easier and different things are getting easier, but there's all these moments where it just kind of like hits me everything that happened. Like, Whoa, like how did we get to this point? 
mm-hmm. type of thing. But I think with every like step back, it is two steps forward. So slowly yeah, getting there. I like that. Mm-hmm. I totally feel that though. I saw a bunch of family over the last couple of days. And of course that kind of comes up, you know, you get in like a one-on-one conversation with someone and it's always the, so how are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know? And I do feel better every time that conversation happens. You know, it's still that healing like you talk about, but it's weird because like I don't miss that. Like I don't miss my ex. It's more of just that just how different my life is now. I It's just a lot of change that even though it's been a few months, like it still feels like it's all happened really fast. I don't know. Yeah. Something I was talking to my therapist about this past week is kind of the the biggest change for me right now is almost just the pace of life and trying to get used to that, like you were saying. Because right now, something that I'm really struggling with is when I'm up, when I'm in a good mood or something good happens, I feel really good, like better than I have in a long time. But when I feel down, I feel worse than I have in a really long time. And it's like constant pendulum swinging back and forth. And beforehand, like at least the past couple of years of my relationship, I just felt like, you know, maybe it wasn't like, it wasn't bad or good, but everything was consistent everything was stable Mm -hmm. and like especially in our friend group we saw each other every friday you know we had our family group we spent a lot of time all together but then also my ex and i just had a routine and we're just you know in life together and it felt really normal Mm -hmm. and again consistent and then since then obviously everything's been changing So it's interesting learning how to like, I don't know, because I on one hand, I miss the consistency because that's just like a nice feeling to have. But I wouldn't be feeling these this high of highs without that changing. And I think even with like the lows and trying to figure that out. It's still better than just like the consistency for me. Well, I think it's important too to keep in mind then that those highs that you do feel now when things are good, like when you find the right person, the right people, whoever it is, you're going to be having those highs along with the consistency. Like the consistency is going to take time to find, but when you do find it with the right person, it'll it'll be those highs constantly, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, and I... I don't even think the consistency really needs to come from anybody else. I think it's just going to take a little bit more time to get myself into like what is normal look like Mm -hmm. for me. And some of that is kind of balancing the lows along with the highs. But yeah, I think I can just tell from now, even though I'm like craving that and it's hard to have these ups and downs and not feel like there's a really strong sense of routine or regularity to my life. I know it's going to be for the better because when I do find that, like you said, 
like it's going to feel better than it has in a really long time. Mm-hmm. That's what I keep telling myself too. And yeah. I don't mean that as in like, I'm just telling myself that like, I do believe it. It's just, yeah, you have to keep reassuring yourself that it is coming. I know. Cause it's, it's a waiting game. It's the same with like what we were saying with meds. Yeah. And just waiting for the ending. <laughs> waiting for the ending. Yeah. I, I don't think I put this song on the playlist, but the song The End by Mr. Wives is like, I think maybe my favorite Mr. Wives song. And the main lyric in that is all good things come to an end, but it's not the end. Yeah. It's a really good song. They're a great group. They're one of my favorites. Favorite, favorite, favorite. For sure. Yeah. I was... Oh, I was going to ask if there's any other, like, music or anything you wanted to talk about. Now, what was that one I sent earlier? Uh, Ooh, that was a really good song. Per- participation trophies. That was a mm-hmm. interesting one. I can't remember what it was, but I really liked it. And I remember sending it to you thinking you would like it, too, which you said you did. I don't know. We don't have to get into the lyrics on that one. But participation trophies by Madeline. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. Y'all should check it out. Oh, I like the part that was, guess I'm just too type B, so overstimulated. Now my attention span is shot and I don't know how to stop. Routine is overrated. I do what I want when I like. So what's the problem if I suck at life? Yeah. I like that part a lot. There's occasionally I hear songs that it's stuff that we haven't used for the podcast before, but I'll hear a song and I'm like, you know what? If we had a theme song, that'd be it. (laughs) That's a good one. It's fitting. I feel that, man. My attention span is garbage. There are times yeah. where I'll be talking about something and then halfway through a sentence, I'll realize that I've stopped paying attention to myself and I don't know where I'm going with a thought. Hmm. Mm-hmm. 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 Maybe I'm just not that interesting. No, I feel that too. <laughs> I I want to share one more song, which yeah. I don't I, I'm not planning to like put these on the playlist but if we're just talking songs it's called Mm -hmm. out of my head by loot l-o-o-t-e that i've been listening to this week and i feel like it is representative of this weekend some of the lyrics are i am the queen of overthinking that's why i'm always drinking something to get me out of my head out of my head tonight i'm trying to make bad choices so i can drown these voices wish i could get them out of my head uh i'm sorry i don't talk then i talk too much but you get me, baby, you get me out. When I don't want to leave my house, you get me out of my head. When I don't want to leave my bed, you get me out of my head. So let me get in yours. That does kind of sound like you blacked out this weekend. <laughs> yeah, and I know I'm searching for all of these distractions. I think my main, well, I'll have to give an update on this next week to see how I'm doing. But I think my main struggle right now is figuring out the balance between feeling my feelings too much and feeling my feelings not at all yep like i either can't feel them at all or i feel them so much that it's debilitating (laughs) so (laughs) yeah do you feel that occasionally i think that's also just a depression thing because i've experienced that a lot before but i like i don't know my my therapist is telling me to like to make space and time to really feel my feelings, but I don't know what they are. And then they'll just like mm-hmm. hit me out of nowhere. 
Yeah. Yeah, we're figuring out. My therapist is on vacation for the next three weeks, so I don't have therapy for like almost a month. Do you want me to just like FaceTime you when I'm in my session? (laughs) Yeah, just FaceTime me. (laughs) No, I'll be good. I'll be good. Like I'm at a, I'm at a pretty stable point where I'm not like worried about that, but nice. I'm trying to be good about journaling and stuff mm-hmm. because otherwise I just don't let my thoughts out ever. And that's not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind of tried that for a while when I first came back and I have stopped since, but maybe I needed to start it up again. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah. I guess I'll we'll let see. you know next week. Yeah. I'm going to Chicago this weekend to see AJR, which I'm excited nice. for. And then we should record maybe Monday. I get back Monday. I think that'll work. Potentially. Potentially. Before you start all your moving stuff. Yeah. No, that's going to be a fun week. Mm-hmm. All right, dude. Thanks for hopping on. Thanks for the conversation. Yeah. Good to see you. You too, dude. I will talk to you soon. Bye.